Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today, we're going to explore appreciation, gratitude, and your soul's worth. Oh, how I love the vibration and wave of gratitude and appreciation. But what about your soul's worth? So first of all, let's explore this soul's worth. There's a lot more talk these days about one's self-esteem and self-worth. The tireless teachers and experts devoted to somehow ending the bullying epidemic or even just cutting it down a bit seem to agree that bullies have very low self-esteem. They have a hard time truly seeing their own worth And that plays a major part in them trying to knock down others' value. We have a couple of dear friends who founded and direct a national organization dedicated to not only healing children who have been severely neglected and abused, but also to prevent such abuse. When they were developing one of their programs, they discovered that across the board, neglected or abused children who had an incredibly challenging time learning in school, invariably had a very low assessment of their own self-worth. Even bringing in highly capable and successful teachers failed at first to help such children learn their lessons. Yet, when they worked with the same children to help them gain a much healthier self-esteem, they all began not only to learn but to excel in their learning. We asked our friends, what was the first thing that made the difference in children gaining a greater sense of self-worth and got the learning ball finally going for them? They said that the children weren't learning until they were taught to say, believe it or not, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Most of us take that very commonplace phrase expressing appreciation for granted and use it quite often. How many of the emails we receive as well as send out begin and or end with a thank you of some sort? A simple thank you is an expression of our gratitude. So thank you, all of you listening today, for joining us on our show. We are truly grateful. And we can't really experience gratitude if we don't appreciate something as being valuable to us in some way, can we? For example, every day and many times a day, I'm deeply grateful for our assistant who keeps our office and our business alive and well. Without her doing all that she does and does exceedingly well day in and day out, I would have to be doing it in the office myself, which means... I wouldn't be able to be with all of you on this radio show, and that's just one thing. I wouldn't be able to run our three businesses, organize our teaching events, 
maintain our house and property, or counsel, teach, and write, and most of all, take care of Michael. Well, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I'm high maintenance. (laughs) Yes, he is. And if I had to do all that our assistant does for us, well, (laughs) I wouldn't be able to do what she does. (laughs) true. So that would be that, right? right? It wouldn't get done. So whenever I volunteer to do something in the house, I'm usually very enthusiastic. And I ask enthusiastically, what can I do? And Raphael usually, just as enthusiastically, responds. The best thing you can do to help us is disappear. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's one of my great talents. I help everyone out so much more by making myself scarce and staying out of everyone's hair. <laughs> ah, yes, if only they pay me to do that. <laughs> Having run a nonprofit organization for 20 years before I retired to do things the way Rafi and I have been doing for the past 24 years since then, I have a tremendous appreciation for what each person in our community provides, not only for us, but for each and all of us. I've truly experienced that every single person provides an incalculable value to our lives. Raphael and I have been in a big move from one home to another. We've been in the process of moving from our Mount Shasta small town in nature home to a large city, Sacramento. And, oh, we're going to have some nature there, too. But it's different, right? And there's no way we could have done what we've accomplished so far in this gradual move, little by little. Well, not so little. Uh-huh. 20-foot U-Haul truck at a time. <laughs> and plus we're moving our office and everything so we wouldn't have been able to do it had it not been for our friends and employees who have helped us so graciously I also have a great appreciation of each of the dedicated employees that we have helping us with our many different aspects of our personal lives as well as in our work and businesses When we know the worth of something or someone, we can't help but appreciate that we get to have that thing or be with that person. When we experience gratitude, ah, yes, when we have all of this, we're grateful, aren't we? That's why our friends discovered that those neglected and abused kids weren't learning. They didn't really know gratitude because They had never experienced appreciation of worth, of who they were. They had to learn just to say the words, thank you, before they could even begin to appreciate what gratitude was. Until then, they didn't appreciate anything anyone would give them or do for them because they didn't know their own worth. We can't truly say hello to one another when we don't know our worth. 
can we? After all, a hello is an acknowledgement that we see the beautiful light that another being is in this world as the beautiful light that we are. Isn't that? Raphael earlier made references to one's self-esteem and self-worth in relationship to the children learning to say thank you. But what exactly is the worth of one's self? Well, if we are all spirit, each of us is the immortal soul as a spirit person. If we are to assess our self-worth or value, we have to assess the worth of our soul self first. We have to experience the intrinsic value of who we are inside as a soul. As souls, we can't be defined by our body or any part or condition of the body or the world around us. I've heard many amazing people who healed themselves of difficult bodily conditions like cancer or even a congenital illness or overcame what society might call severe disabilities, say that they were not defined by their conditions or illnesses or seeming disabilities, quote-unquote disabilities. What defines each of us is who we are as a soul. Therefore, our real worth is the worth of our soul, not how glamorous our bodies are or how loaded our bank accounts are or even how many awards and trophies we might have amassed. Granted, there is absolutely nothing wrong with having a gorgeous or capable body or having great worldly success and wealth or having achieved noble distinctions, but they do not replace the real worth of who you are. Your real worth is in your being, your spirit, as the immortal soul that you are. And your worth is intrinsic and never changes in value like stocks or things of this world. So we are grateful when when we appreciate value. And we appreciate value when we value ourselves. If we don't value ourselves much, how can we possibly value anything or anyone else? Obviously, the worth of who we are can't be assessed in dollars and cents, even though in our society, people tend to be paid what is generally considered the value of their offerings or service. We don't get hired if the employer doesn't see enough value in what we can do and how well we can do it for them. On the other hand, a superstar athlete in the right sport may be offered hundreds of millions of dollars to play for a particular team. Is the superstar more valuable than most other human beings? Of course not. And they they also know that. They are only more valuable to those who most likely will profit more from having them on their roster. They may be more valuable to the fans as well for whom their performance will give them some kind of thrill or entertainment or other pleasure or comfort or inspiration even. Yet man-made values are not 
everlasting. In fact, they're like stocks that go up and down daily. These are relative values, not the real intrinsic value of one's soul. The trap is when you become glamorized by the fleeting value of popularity or entertainment or temporary escape from pain in some form. You can lose sight of the true value of who you are. So, how do you truly appreciate your soul's intrinsic worth if you can't put a price tag on it? Well, reflect for a moment on anything or anyone that you are deeply grateful for. Whenever you think about that thing or person, you experience that sense of, I'm so thankful that I have this thing or know that person. You appreciate the value of that thing or person in your life, correct? Yeah. And what makes you appreciate the value of that thing or person in your life? I don't know how many parents I've heard say in some form or another, my child is the best thing that happened to me. That's a lot of appreciation of value and a lot of gratitude, isn't it? And it's a simple, it's really simple what brings about that experience of appreciation and gratitude for those parents. It's simple. It's simple. What is it? Love. This is the best thing. This is my favorite person. There are countless ways to express, I love this thing or person or place or activity. When you love, you experience worth. What brings about your experience of loving is what is most valuable to you, isn't it? If you're madly in love with someone, you'd rather skip work or even your favorite dinner, maybe even Ice cream. <laughs> well, that's stretching. <laughs> if you could be with that person, right? You'll, you'll give up a lot of things. If you could just be with that person you're so in love with. You might be a bargain hunter in many things, but when it comes to getting something for your most beloved person or animal or whatever, costs tend to go out the window at first, especially if it means saving them in some way. So to experience the true worth of your soul, you have to love who you are. That's not about loving what you can do or how well you can do it or how good you look or how popular you might be or what others think about you. It's about loving who you are, your beingness, that you are. Well, it appears our first break is coming up. So, of course, before our breaks, we always like to make a little announcement about our work. Please be sure to check out our website, which is simply michaeltamura.com for all our upcoming teleclasses and seminar weekends. You might also be interested in our various free video, audio, and text offerings in our free stuff section as well. If you haven't already, be sure to download your free spiritual toolkit so you can practice our basic spiritual tools of grounding, running energy, and finding your own space and more. When we return in a couple of minutes, we'll continue with appreciation, gratitude, 
and your soul's worth. Thank you. Yes, we are grateful you are here, and we'll be back in just a few moments. Thank you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you where you want to be right now? We live our lives sometimes looking at others and thinking, the grass is always greener on their side, not realizing that we have the power within us to pursue our dreams. It begins with a head start in the right direction, and that head start is with host Carla D. Walker and From the Inside Out. Believe in your abilities and take action. Listen live every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you a game changer in disguise? Are you tired of waking up every day saying, they soar like eagles and I'm stuck in the nest? Well, wonder no more. It's time to soar. Of the world's millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, almost all started with at least one unique idea. Join Crystal for a controversial look at triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a fun, financially free life with her successful guests. Listen to Soaring with Eagles. Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment and get ready to soar. Our life takes a series of unexpected detours as we move along our journey. We can choose to accept these detours as something negative or we can choose to create a learning experience where we can turn a tragedy or unexpected turn in life into something that can help others. To learn more, tune in to Embrace the Unexpected with host Bernadette Butler. In the program, you'll learn how she and others were able to turn setbacks into positives. Listen live Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Do you keep past regrets, hurt, pain, and disappointment with you for years or even a lifetime after the experiences? Feel free to clear the air and express yourself as a creative, intuitive, and powerful woman. Listen to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with host Andrea Lewis. Andrea and her guests will show you that whatever happened in your past, it doesn't have to define you. Get ready to bring joy back into your life. Tune in every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're exploring appreciation, gratitude, and your soul's worth. Well, just before the break, Michael was talking about loving who you are, your beingness, finding the true worth of your soul. So, if we don't love who we are enough... We don't appreciate our worth, and that makes us not grateful that we are living the life we are living. How do we begin to love ourselves as we are more? Well, anytime I'm happy, I'm happy with myself. Anytime I'm 
unhappy. <laughs> I'm unhappy with myself. <laughs> that's that's my unhappy sound. <laughs> it's not anybody else's fault. <laughs> when I'm happy with myself, I'm loving myself. When I'm unhappy with myself, I'm not loving myself. I mean, it's very simple when you really look at it. So I regularly check my happiness meter. You know, mm-hmm. I check my blood pressure, and then I check my happiness meter. <laughs> when I find that I'm not happy in some way, I look within. And I always see that I was not loving myself in some way. Ah, always. Never fails. I've discovered over the years that whenever I'm not loving myself in some way, I'm judging what I did, what I didn't do, that I expected to do, should have done, how I did it, what I did, how well I did it or not, whether I succeeded in meeting my expectations or not, what I have or don't have, how good what I have is or isn't, (laughs) how I am being, and on and on. What makes me decide to not love myself is some kind of judgment and the resulting condition I place on myself, on others, whatever. For example, I was happy and therefore loving myself until I did something that I thought was wrong or I did something in a way that wasn't up to my expectation as to quality or quantity. Or I didn't do something I felt I should have done. Or I was being somehow not the way I expected myself to be or wanted myself to be. Darn. (laughs) One of the things I found fascinating some years ago was that I would get unhappy when a device, you know, smartphones and things like that, They're not that smart. (laughs) Especially when you need them to be. (laughs) Like the phone, the computer program, or some kind of widget. You know, didn't work the way it was supposed to work. It was advertised to work that way. (laughs) Or that it normally worked. Hey, usually it's working great, but then it doesn't. I didn't usually feel that way when a person didn't do what I expected him or her to do. Because that's a human being. I found some amusement in my discrepancy, in my reactions, right? With a person, you know, who generally you can rely on, but one day he, she falls through. Okay. Well, but hey, they're only human. But a machine. (laughs) When a device that's supposed to take less time getting something done than it does, I may lose my patience with it. But I've observed Raphael struggle with a ridiculously slow computer or program. You know, sometimes she's in her office space right next to the kitchen. I'm making dinner. She's working. And it's just like, you know, forever for it to the computer to switch from one thing to the other or she's trying to load up a picture onto the newsletter and it's just taking 
you know, half an hour for one picture to go on there. Or it doesn't go on there, right? And so she talks to herself a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But she's normally quite patient. And or sometimes, you know, she has to call tech support. And they just go on and on and okay. And so she's she just sits there, does other things while she's waiting. Where I'm not even doing it. <laughs> I'm cooking dinner or something and I'm getting impatient. Like, you know, why don't you get a new computer <laughs> or fire that person? <laughs> it's the, the programs, you know, why don't you get a better program? Whatever. It's just a device. It's just a piece of equipment or a programming. You can get a different one. No, she's going to stick with it because this is what she likes to use. Okay. So, sometimes, you know, with devices, I just go, gee, let's just blow up the whole thing. (laughs) I don't have time to waste dealing with it. (laughs) And I finally realized why my experience with people and with devices were so different. With people, I know I can't control them. Hey, did you ever try to control somebody? (laughs) doesn't work does it (laughs) no matter how many times you try it it's not gonna work well I know that so I don't even bother I learned that a long long time ago yes yeah there are still times I like to get a remote control unit and just push a button to make someone shut up or disappear (laughs) there they're gone (laughs) Uh, but most of the time I know that that person is human too like me. And I let go of the remote control idea. But a device? They're supposed to be controllable. <laughs> Many of them even come with remotes. Yeah, you push the button and it turns on, turns off, does what it's supposed to do. But half the times, even those remotes don't work. Well, maybe because I didn't read the instructions. <laughs> so if you're going to call a device a smart device, why should it act like an idiot? <laughs> ah, yeah, see, you, you, got to, you got to go through, you know, what I go through. <laughs> so who's the idiot getting upset that a smart device isn't being too smart? Oh, okay. Isn't it stupid? that I could stop loving myself because of some little device is acting up or not doing what it was advertised as being able to do. It isn't about the device not working right, is it? No, never is. No, what we believe is the cause of our decision to stop loving ourselves is never, never the real cause of not loving ourselves and therefore never the cause of our unhappiness. The cause of us withholding our loving is always us deciding to withhold it because things aren't going the way we expect or want them to go. And we do that because we're afraid. We're afraid that we are somehow the lesser when they don't go the way we want. Snap our fingers. It should do whatever. Life should be the way 
we want it to be. Because what happens if it isn't? Rather than knowing and appreciating our true worth as who we are beingness, we judge ourselves and our worth according to external conditions. You know, how we look, how we function, what we did. Our devices. Yes, if my device does, doesn't work as well as your device. <laughs> <laughs> something's wrong with me. Yes. Or something's wrong with somebody out there. Yeah, why does, doesn't, you know, Raphael's smartphone is pretty smart. Mine <laughs> is not so smart. <laughs> but I had mine replaced. See, be careful. <laughs> if you're not so smart, I might replace you. <laughs> it's, it's as silly as deciding that we can't love ourselves if it rains today. Well, thank God it's not. It's sunny today here. <laughs> okay, that's the same as judging and hating people who work within a certain kind of business or political system just because the system they work for is corrupt or greed-driven. There's a big deal here. I realized that I felt the same toward systems that were designed to take from everyone to benefit the few rather than give to everyone and benefit the whole community. Well, I realized systems, even though they're made out of people, lots of people, are devices, not beingness. You know, the people who get absorbed into a system become like robots, right? They, they become a cog in the wheel, and the system drives everybody. Hey, <laughs> all those stories of AI, artificial intelligence, taking over the world and starting to control human beings as their, their robots, as their slaves. Huh? <laughs> We're not too far away, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's already happening, yes. But getting to truly experience and know your soul's worth requires you to know yourself as who you are. That which you are, rather than external conditions you might be in. No matter what you might be doing, or how you might be, or what you might have at any given moment, know that you are. You are, and you are doing things, or being different qualities, or having certain things. All the while, you are. Know that beingness to know your worth. That worth, your worth, as an immortal soul, never changes. And it never changes for anyone else either. Yes. Immortality means eternal, means infinite, means never changing. Yeah. Think about that. If you're limitless, you can't change. You're already complete, limitless, no end to you. Changes can only happen if you end, if you die. You are always 100% value, always fully worthwhile and fully deserving, no matter your circumstances or your conditions. So loving yourself as you are means forgiving yourself, your beingness of any judgments you have placed upon yourself on a daily basis and throughout each day. Just ground, 
Find your neutrality and center of your head. And in a muse bit, <laughs> imagine that rose and put any and all thoughts and feelings of judgment, expectations, competition, conditions in it and blow it up. Imagine blowing it up. And let it go. Ah. Those of you who've heard many of our shows know we've taught this many times. Those of you new to our show, we will do that again. Look toward that which is eternal, that which is infinite, that which gives always first and foremost. At the beginning of your day, as you wake up in the morning, at the beginning of every start of something new in your day as you go from doing one thing to another, regularly check in with that which gives you everything. That is always within you. Let go of wanting to and trying to control things from a limited perspective. And choose to be loving regardless of what you're experiencing, what you're going through in life. Yes, and as I was talking about at the beginning of the show, appreciation and gratitude are a wave of energy that you can actually tune into and be a part of. And I think it would be good for Michael to do a uh, beginning exercise before our break so that we can get you ready to work with this vibration of energy. All right. So just sit comfortably in your chair, upright, and with both feet flat on the floor. It's important to have your feet on the floor because that's where the earth energy comes in. And imagine, just close your eyes. Ah, you're starting to, as you close your eyes, relax your eyes. You're not using your physical eyes anymore. You're seeing with the mind's eye. You're seeing with your inner third eye. This is what's called clairvoyance. So just imagine a tree trunk. You're sitting on the tree trunk, flat on top, comfortable. Since imagination, you could do anything. You could imagine it to be comfortable, not hard. All right? So imagine this tree trunk extending all the way down to the very center of the earth. Imagine the center of the earth and the tree trunk anchoring into the center of the earth. And the top of the tree trunk where you're sitting on extends into the body. Right above the tip of your tailbone, there's an energy center, the first chakra energy center, about your beingness, about self-preservation. And just imagine letting go of everything. Ah, that's the first thing, because we tend to pick up a lot of energies in the world from others. Just let go. It's the most important first step is grounding yourself, being in the center of your head. Just imagine being aware in the center of your head and let go. Okay. And then just to finish this part up, would you imagine a great big golden sun? And just bring in that golden sun from the top of your head and fill in the whole space of your body completely with this new life force energy of this golden sun. And give yourselves a deep breath. Just a quick refreshment. <laughs> and stretch. And then just gently bend on over and drain off any excess energies. You could do this any time of the day. Better than a coffee break. When we have a little more time, maybe in the next 
segment mm-hmm. we'll take you through the next steps but for now just come on out and then open your eyes say hello to the world around you and we're going to go on a break and be sure to say hello to yourself and know you are and you are a worthwhile really high level being even if you don't think you are Please be sure to check our website, michaeltamora.com, for all our upcoming teleclasses and seminar weekends. You might also be interested in our various free video, audio, and text offerings in our free stuff section on the website as well. If you haven't already, be sure to download your own free spiritual toolkit so you can practice our basic psychic tools of grounding, running energy, and finding your own space, and so much more. When we return in a couple of minutes, we'll continue with appreciation, gratitude, and your soul's worth. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell and Dr. Jan Hill, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you have audacious faith for your business? We help you learn more about stepping out on faith to brand your business and yourself in today's crowded competitive marketplace. Is your marketing plan in order? How do you set yourself apart? Audacious Faith for Your Business with host Dawn Jordan-Jones will teach you the methods that can make yourself and others aware of who you are. Audacious Faith for Your Business is broadcast live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in and see your hard work pay off. We experience all sorts of changes as we move through life, marriage, raising children, moving up the corporate ladder, and saving for retirement. To maneuver smoothly through these changes, tune in to Practical Solutions for Life with host Catherine Wilking. Through engaging guests, fun topics, and feng shui solutions, you will learn how to take charge and move from chaos to prosperity. Be sure to listen live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice of America Empowerment Channel. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. 
Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Great to have you all back. We're exploring today about the important roles appreciation and gratitude play in you being able to experience your soul's worth. And Michael was just starting a bit of a meditation to get you ready to say hello to your soul's worth. But before I hand it back to him, I just wanted to talk again just for a moment about appreciation and gratitude. And I was mentioning earlier that it's like a wave of energy that we tune into. Gratitude is kind of a two-way street, the way I experience it. When I am grateful for something, it goes out into the world and always comes back to me, even if the person I'm being grateful for or the thing or the experience I'm being grateful for isn't aware of my gratitude. It's a beautiful energy that allows us to open up to more in our lives, way, way more. So, Michael, would you like to take yes this before the, the break? Before the break, uh, we did a very, very quick uh, meditation on just grounding and also bringing in the golden sun. So we'll start up again, and if you're just if you're interested in learning this, just sit comfortably in a chair with both feet flat on the floor. Close your eyes. And like I said earlier, when you close your eyes, it's time to rest your physical eyes. There's, we have, you know, spending our whole lifetime using our physical eyes to see with. So when he, anytime somebody says, look at something, and what do you see? You open your eyes to look. But in the case of developing your clairvoyance, your ability to see with your inner sight, with your third eye, the eye of spirit, I call it, uh, you have to close your eyes first to start practicing letting go of trying to see with your physical eyes and to see with your mind's eye, inner eye, okay? So as you close your eyes each time, just say hello to your eyes, physical eyes, and go, thank you for, ah, since we're talking about appreciation, Say thank you to your eyes, your physical eyes, for working so hard most of the times when you're needing to see physically. But for now, you get to rest. And as you do so, your energy shifts to your sixth chakra, the third eye area, and of consciousness. And you'll start to use that more and more to look within, to look on a clairvoyant level, on a spiritual level. Okay, so as you're closing your eyes, resting your physical eyes, just imagine that now you're aware in the center of your head. Just imagine you're in the very center of your head. And the center of your head is a point where nothing happens. You'll notice it's very still. Nothing changes. So your emotions are changing all the time, your f sensations with, that you're feeling, things you're hearing, my voice, it's changing all the time. But in the center of your head, it's still, always. You could be in the greatest upset, angry, sad, but in the center of your head, no, it doesn't touch, touch you there. That immortal 
self that you are, the real immortal soul that you are, is accessed in the center of your head. Okay? In terms of when you're here, incarnated in the body. So just be aware in the center of your head and reminding yourself to be aware in the center of your head many times during the course of a day, especially when things get pretty out there, when you get frazzled, all right? When you feel overwhelmed. Ah, first, give yourself a deep breath, close your eyes for a moment, be in the center of your head, and then imagine that tree trunk. Imagine your favorite kind of tree trunk, giant tree trunk, going all the way down to the center of the earth from the area of your tailbone. Maybe like two-thirds of an inch above the tip of your tailbone is where that energy center, where the function of that has to do with self-preservation, surviving, okay? Keep staying alive as a physical body. But it, that same energy center also deals with your beingness, who you are. So when you ground from this first chakra, energy center, it starts to give you more and more space to just be as you are. So it's very, very important, especially in today's world, where everybody's running around like a chicken with the head cut off because there's so much to do, so many things to take care of, so many things you have to do just to get by. Ah, and if that's not enough, then there's all the you know, mass communications and instant messaging, everything else that you might want to take care of. Because the only reason we're really here is to learn to communicate, to say hello, to really say hello, spirit to spirit. It's a mastery. So, give yourself a deep breath, you have your eyes closed, you're in the center of your head, you're grounded. Not the way <laughs> maybe some of your parents told you, you're grounded, go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is, you're grounded because you decide you're here. You're just choosing to be right here, right now, as who you are. Ah. And that's not dependent on what anybody else thinks about you. All right? Okay. Now, in the center of your head, remember, when you start to really experience being aware in the center of your head, you start to experience this stillness, this calm, this peace. That's always, always there when you find being in the center of your head. That means when you're not tuned into that peace, that stillness, oh, you're out of your center. You're out of the center of your head. You're, you're being all the energy chaos going around. You know, people fighting, people getting upset, people being depressed afraid, whatever, and you start becoming all that energy, and you go, ah, I don't know what's going on. So, ground yourself. Decide you are aware in the center of your head, right now. And then as you're in the center of your head, would you just decide mentally, just to say hello to yourself as the spirit beingness that you are, the light that you are, that never fades. It's always there. And notice what you start to experience. 
Now, to bring about more of this experience, you could just imagine gently a little bit of earth energy flowing up through the bottoms of your feet, through your feet chakras, and in the middle of your legs, there's energy channels going all the way through to the first chakra where your grounding cord is connected to, just above the tip of the tailbone. So the earth energy flows easily and consistently and continuously through these channels in the legs into the first chakra. All the excess earth energy that reaches the first chakra just naturally gets grounded. And then imagine the top of your head, the crown chakra at the crown of your head, is a major energy center from which just decide your, imagine bringing in cosmic energy. This very light golden cosmic energy is coming in from the crown chakra at the top of your head. And as that energy comes in, it, it goes down four channels. Imagine four channels and this light, gentle, golden energy is flowing in down those four channels, down your back, alongside your spinal column, into your first chakra again, where the grounding cord is connected to again. So the earth and cosmic energies are flowing into your first chakra now. Just imagine flowing then, those two energies flowing in, mixing, and naturally the first chakra kind of has a pumping action that pumps this mixture. And imagine the mixture being about 85% cosmic energy and 15% earth energy. And that mixture goes up through these two channels going up through the middle of the body in front of the spinal column all the way up to the crown chakra and fills that crown chakra up and flows out like a beautiful golden fountain. Okay, So this imagine this continuous golden fountain of energy flowing out of your crown chakra. And then it's flowing through all seven of the chakras. You don't even have to know where what they are or what they're for or anything at this point, but it's, just imagine it's flowing through all seven of the chakras through the seventh one is the top of the head one, and it flows out from the crown like a fountain, continuously. Also, it branches out across the shoulders, down the arms, and flows out the hand chakras in the middle of your palms. Ah, that's what we call running energy. So you have your grounding, the tree trunk, to the center of the earth, from your first chakra. You have your sitting and aware in the center of your head. You're running the earth and cosmic energies through your body, through the channels, through the chakras. So this is an incredible self-healing process. And this is one that works best when you're doing it regularly. So when you're first starting, you might decide to do this you know, once or twice a day for, let's say, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. You don't have to do a whole lot, okay? And you'll find if you start the day off this way, then soon, once you get it established every day, you're starting off your day this way, then it starts to work. And then what happens Maybe at night you can do this. It clears up all the energies from the day. And pretty soon you'll be able to practice this 
different times during the day. Better than a coffee break. <laughs> Find a little private space where you can do this without being interrupted by phone calls and everybody else, even for five minutes. Ah. So then, this is the basis. From this, since we're talking about appreciation, gratitude, and your self-worth, as you're in the center of your head, just say hello to yourself as the soul that you are, the spirit, immortal soul that you are, the beingness. And then welcome yourself as you are, not demand to do this, do that, be this way, go that way, you know, have this thing, get this thing. No, for just a minute, give yourself total permission to just be as you already are, instead of trying to be better, trying to fix yourself, anything like that. Just let all that go and let yourself be. And as you let yourself be, notice what happens. Ah, some of you might naturally feel like smiling. Oh, yes, because the only thing that gets you not to experience your self-worth, your true soul's worth, is when you don't give yourself as a soul, as spirit, space to just be. Okay. So, this is just a quick little meditation for you to experience a little bit more, just a little bit more of who you are as a soul. And notice your energy changes. All right. So, say hello to yourself as a soul that you are. Give yourself permission to be. Give yourself a deep breath and imagine a giant gold sun above your head. This golden sun, like the sun at high noon on a beautiful spring day. Ah, just imagine that gold sun full of life and just gently bring it in from the top of your head, from the crown chakra, and let it come into your whole body and imagine it filling up your entire body, top to bottom, to the fingertips, toe tips, and breathe and stretch and gently bend on over and let all the excess energy pour out. All right? From your neck and shoulders and head. And then when you're ready, just come back up Gently open your eyes. Look around the physical space you are in. You're back to using your physical eyes and congratulate yourself. Well, we're coming to the end of our show, believe it or not. You won't want to miss our show next Wednesday right here on Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Join us for our episode, Psychic Tools to Clear Out Your Head. Maybe some of you might have found that there was energy in your head when you went into it during this exercise. Then you'll start off the new year with clarity and certainty in what you're here to do and where you are going. Please help us spread the insights, wisdom, and valuable psychic tools during these challenging but deeply transformative and healing times. Tell your friends about our show and share it on social media. Until then, be inspired Use your imagination and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us. 
We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.